listening to the Paranormal Pursuit, hosted by Bobsy from 99.7 The Mix and Larry Wilson from the Urban Paranormal Investigation. You're not alone. We are not alone. The Paranormal Pursuit will keep you company. Oh, man. There you go. That puts you in the mood, doesn't it, Larry Wilson? <laughs> if that doesn't, nothing will. <laughs> I can picture us right now driving to a location in the dark, you know, listening to this <laughs> as we pull up to a to a spot. Welcome back. It's the Paranormal Pursuit again. Thank you for everybody who uh, listened to our, our very first episode. Uh, I, uh, you know, Make sure you guys subscribe to that podcast because you'll get notifications on when those uh, new ones go up. And they should go up every week, all right, um, Friday mornings. Be ready to check it out. Larry Wilson from Urban Paranormal Investigation here with you. My name is Bonzi, and we will be your host. We'll be hanging out with you uh, for the duration. So, uh, again, thank you guys so much. Uh, no official sponsor yet, though, Larry, but we're looking for some, man. I mean, I know people are really uh, curious about what we're doing. I, and I heard from some salespeople, they were like, man, we need to make sure we get some sponsors on that because you, you, you guys, I mean, I, I, again, I love when people say we do a great job and they give us props and stuff like that. But I always like the the, uh, the podcast that speaks for itself. And so I know you had a lot of people give you some great compliments online did. and on yeah, Facebook too. Uh, so anybody you want to say hi to or send a shout out to that you know might be listening right now, take care of all that right up front. Yeah, my good friend, uh, high, uh, high school classmate, Diane Revy, she she enjoys the, the books I write and she uh, listened to the podcast and said she couldn't wait till this week. So. Awesome. Awesome. So... Uh, last week, you know, we talked about some of the places that you had gone to and some of the first experiences you had with the, uh, the paranormal. And yes, I, you know, I had some people comment and ask me and send me messages and ask me if we were going to be playing any audio clips or any of the evidence where I said, absolutely. That's yeah. what this is for this 30 minutes. We're going to have some audio today. Um, if there's any videos that we ever talk about, we will post them in the descriptions of the podcast, okay? Because I know we have video today of Rockcliffe Mansion that yeah. we're going to post. We're going to play the audio from it, and we'll walk you through it, and Larry will explain what's going on in it. Um, and then again, we'll post the video in the subscription or the description um, of the video on the podcast. So Bonzi Bites page, 997themix.com. That's where you can go. Make sure I get this turned around so I don't forget when I'm playing video. But, Larry, you mentioned last week um, the location Rockcliffe Mansion, and that was one of the first tours that well, you went on. No, not tour. It was the first uh, investigation. what I call official okay, investigation. Okay, but they do tours there. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, there's a, a couple of gentlemen that own it now and live there, and they still do tours during the day. Uh, the current owners don't like to talk so much about the haunted aspect really? as the previous owners have. And this is in Branson, Missouri. No, it's in Hannibal. In Hannibal. Hannibal okay. Well, my mom, uh, she when I, when I, when, cause she listened to the podcast and yeah. she was asking, she goes, that Rockcliffe Mansion? She goes, do you remember going there? I said, no. She goes, yeah, we went there for a vacation when you were real little. I was like, really? I said, so was it nice? Was it cool? Do we stay there? She's like, no, they just did did, did tours. It's an older older place and big ballrooms and grand area. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, she goes, I loved it. Your dad, not so much, but I loved it. So uh, it's been around for a while. And it's the Rockcliffe Mansion in Hannibal, Missouri. Uh, Larry, uh, go ahead. Give the history. Tell people uh, what this place is all about. Yeah. Um, well, actually, when you head into Hannibal, uh, it's it's one of the first things you can see as you go through town. But Rockcliffe, it sets uh, up on a, a rocky knoll. Uh, it's actually on Bird Street, um, but it's a 13,000-square-foot mansion, three stories. Um, it was built in 1900 by a, a gentleman named John Cruikshank. And John Cruikshank was a 
a uh, wealthy man, lumber baron, uh, shipping magnate. Um, he wanted to build this mansion for his wife, and I believe it was his second wife. Um, so he built this uh, tremendous mansion. He used all the finest lumbers that he could get from around the world, and he had the funds to do it. Um, it uh, basically, he, uh, he the, the materials he bought are just ungodly. Even in today's dollars, if I remember right, the wallpaper he bought for the place was like $100 a roll back in 1898. What? You know, can you imagine that today? Um, there were a couple of uh, architects that stayed there back in the uh, early 2000s. Just they wanted to do an appraisal on the place, and it took them a week a week to do. But the mansion was built for two hundred fifty thousand dollars back in 1900, the year 1900, and they figured in today's dollars it would take uh, upwards of eighty five million dollars to build. What? Yeah, thirteen thousand oh, square feet, man. solid brick. But it's not only solid brick; it's double brick. Oh wow! So can you imagine that? No, wow. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's got a, a, like a rich history. Um, uh, Mark Twain stayed there. Matter of fact, he did his last speech from Hannibal. Uh, one thing that was really unique, uh, the first day that, that I arrived there, or the day I arrived there... Well, let's talk about what, how, why, how, remember how you went there, okay? Yeah, so, so yeah. You, you, know, you, you met somebody, right? You contacted somebody, and you were invited on this trip, correct? True. That's right. That's right. I, I took a, a, a haunted tour down in Alton with a couple of buddies. Okay. And the, uh, the tour guide was a guy named Gary Hawkins. Okay. Turned out he was a paranormal investigator, had been doing it for, at that time, 17 okay. years. So as I mentioned in a previous podcast, we had a, just a general conversation. I explained how I was a, par- or a private investigator, or had been, and, uh, and I just asked him at one point, I said, you know, Gary, you've been at this for 17 years, so you've, you've had to see some things that keep you coming back for more. And that's when he told me, he said, basically, there, you know, it doesn't matter what I tell you I have or haven't seen, you have to see this stuff for yourself to, in order to believe it. So he asked if I would like to tag along sometime on a, on a paranormal investigation, and I said, you know, certainly, you know. And, uh, but I didn't think he'd ever contact me, but it wasn't any more than a week later. That's crazy, he contacted you just like a week later. Yeah, He's yeah, like, let's do well, this. They had an upcoming uh, investigation, and they were going to be filming a, a documentary, or a friend of his was going to be filming a documentary. Okay. And so he said, hey, Larry, would you like to come along? And uh, he said, you know, this place is, is very active. So, and I What said, year again was this? I'm sorry. Uh, this was in 2007. Okay, 2007. Yep. So then you guys head down there, and you, you, you said, you, I didn't mean to cut you off, but now pick up where you just left off. So you get down there. This is yeah. your first time into the, the building you're well, getting. We, right off the bat when we got there. Um, Did you get there during the day or the we, night? Well, we arranged to, to, to be there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon just to kind of look around, set things up. Um, the... The people that were going to be on this investigation, of course, were myself, uh, Gary Hawkins that I just mentioned, and the uh, producer of the film was a gentleman named uh, Paul Robinson. Okay. And Paul knew the owner at that time uh, of the mansion, a gentleman named Rick Rose. And Paul knew him uh, from his days. Uh, Paul, at one time, had worked for KHQA-TV in Hannibal. Okay. Or I'm sorry, in Quincy, rather. And Rick Rose knew him from that. Okay. And uh, Rick became wealthy from... Back in the day, I don't know if you remember the old uh, uh, soap opera, Days of Our Lives. Yeah. But Rick wrote scripts for that oh, okay. TV so- show, and he became quite wealthy from that. So in 2007, were people staying in this place every night, or they were renting it out? Or did you, well, get, did you get this place to yourself? I mean, what? We had it for our, by ourselves, yes. Okay. But uh, Rick, at the time, he was an you know, entrepreneur, and uh, he uh, at one point had a restaurant, uh, the Labiner Bistro, down in the basement. Uh, there were several shops down in the basement. He rented the place out for, for like wedding receptions and weddings, that type of thing. But uh, the the night that we had it, uh, we were the only ones that were going to be there, um, and uh, um, he gave us complete run of the place. Okay, cool. 
So you're there with f- you and three other people, or you were and four other people. Well, what Paul did was uh, it was of course it was going to be just Paul, Gary, and I filming the documentary. But Paul likes to get um, for you know for uh, effect. He likes to get the expressions of of people that you know have see things you know. And so what he did, he advertised on Craigslist for uh, he wanted three people that had never been on a ghost investigation before. And I think he had something like 40 people apply for that, but he picked three out of those. Okay. It was a gentleman named Chuck from uh, from Hannibal okay. and a, a couple um, named Tony and Kimberly from St. Louis, Missouri. And I believe they own some kind of retail store or something that okay. time. But none of them had ever experienced a, a paranormal uh, investigation, but they were they were all interested in it. So there were six of us for that night. Okay. So you get there at what time of day? Two o'clock in the afternoon. Two o'clock in the start afternoon. Start setting up. You, and that's how you do most of your investigations. You like to get there early when it's daytime, do a little tour of the facility, hear about it, learn about it, walk around, right. see what you want to see, see if there's any spots that you really need to be around, set everything up. Is that how you guys did this yeah, too? Yeah. I, I mean, Paul wanted to do like sound checks, that type of thing, and, and kind of get the lay of the place and where we were going to film first, that type of thing, where we were going to investigate first. And I mean, it didn't. It didn't even take long before things started to happen. We really, we, we hadn't been there more than an hour when uh, when we had a couple. You know, not not super. You know, well, what paranormal, but they were little weird things. Well, at one point, Paul and I were walking. You know, through the mansion, just kind of looking around, and we we started to go down the the main steps. And that's one thing I didn't really. I, I started explaining there um, the the thing that happened to me was. Um, was on the staircase there. And this staircase, uh, I sent you a photo of it. I don't know if you're going to post that yeah, photo big, big, for the big, people. Big. Yeah, it's a double wide staircase, but uh, that's where Mark Twain had given his speech. That's you know, cool. His last speech. And um, Gary told me, he said, you know, hey, Larry, I want you to try something. He said, go to the top of the stairs, and I want you to walk down the steps and stop if you feel anything. Just stop anywhere you feel something. So I started walking down, and I'm almost to the bottom, and I was from the third to the last step to the bottom, and I stopped. It just felt like there was something just not normal about that that location on the staircase. And I stood there. I said, well, something feels weird right here, Gary. And he says, that's the exact spot Mark Twain gave his last speech was from that third step. And he really? Said, he said, there's been other people that have the same feeling when they, when they <laughs> hit that step. It just feels different. And it did. Wow. Yeah. It, and you'd never seen any pictures or read any stories about Mark Twain and being in that area. I had never heard of the Rockcliffe Mansion before I went there. Wow. You know, until they invited me to come along. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of weird. And then uh, a little bit later than that, Paul and I were going down the steps. And we were not quite uh, maybe just a a quarter of the way down and you could kind of see the floor below you and the entire uh, area that Paul could see was completely blocked out by just a solid dark shadow. And, and he immediately yelled, you know, Hey, something just, I just saw something go by there, which didn't make any sense because it would have been in the air. So he backed up and goes down again and uh, he could see clearly the wallpaper downstairs and everything, but he couldn't before. So something had blocked out his view as we were going down the steps. Wow. So you get all set up. Yep. You get everything ready for this uh, documentary that you're filming. Okay. Right. Uh, the people, how are they acting? Like, how are the people acting, the people that had never been on a ghost investigation? Were they just really curious? Were, were, were any of them in the group, like, skeptics like me? Or were there any that were just, like, were, didn't believe it at all? Or what? I mean. Well, when we first got there, they weren't going to arrive until about 5 o'clock. So I hadn't met them yet. And so uh, we just basically had a general conversation with the manager of the, of the manor uh, or the mansion. And um, we were asking her about things, you know, she'd experienced there. Um, and uh, one of the things she told us was, though, as far as uh, that that 
day or that night for the investigation was that Rick was adamant because they have a security system. Because, I mean, a lot of the artifacts in the mansion are original to the oh, Crookshanks. And there's Tiffany glass sconces in there. There's Tiffany chandeliers. Uh, the TV show, um, um, oh, shoot, it's... Um, uh, it's on the um, uh, Home Improvement Channel or whatever they call okay. it. But they did an actual episode. Uh, Home and Garden Channel is what okay. it was. And uh, they were just showing some of the artifacts there. And they had like... Uh, like the, the Antique Road Show or something? No, it was the. Uh, it was on the... Uh, uh, again, I can't quite remember the name of the show. A lot of people that are in the Home and Garden... It, it was on the Home and Garden Channel. But they did an episode on the Rockcliffe Mansion. And they just kind of praised a few things. And uh, two sconces that were, I believe, in Crookshank's bedroom, the two, two sconces were valued at $10,000 each. Wow. And so they, they have a crystal. security system just for those Big those security items. system. But what Rick had told the manager was that uh, um, he was leaving the side door unlocked for us where the alarm wouldn't be set. And when we left, we had to lock the door. So we didn't know how we were going to go to supper that night. This is kind of important for a, a story that happened later. Uh, but anyhow, we, if we if we had to leave that night, we would have to lock up and we couldn't come back in then. So what we what we had planned to do, there was a lady that was going to be setting up for a wedding reception in the basement. She was going to come at seven o'clock that night. And this is what the manager is explaining to us. She would come at seven o'clock that night. And when she got there, we could leave, go to supper and uh you know, she would still be there when we got back before our investigation. She'd have everything set up, and when we got back, you know, we could let her out and lock the door again, you know. Right, right, So everything right, right. was going to work out fine. So I'm, I'm telling you that now just so we can set it for something that happened a okay. little bit later. Okay. But she did tell us a story about how uh, several times that she would be in the office there, and she worked sometimes late at night. And this one particular night, she said it was raining outside. She said, of course, it was raining, you know, thunderstorm-like. Mm-hmm. And she heard, like, footsteps, you know, running back and forth upstairs. And she said uh, it just continued and finally got so unnerving that she walked to the staircase and she yells up. She says, you know, if you're trying to scare me, it's not working, so you might as well just quit. And she said it completely stopped. And she, <laughs> she never heard it again that huh. night, you know. So. And so had you ever heard any audio or seen any pics or anything before you went to the Rockcliffe Mansion? No. Gary told me a few stories, you okay. know, other stories. And, like, I mean, there's uh, rumors people— uh, would smell like people that were staying there. They would smell cigar smoke, okay. and it was from the the room where Twain had you know stayed. Huh. And a lot of people believed you know it was, it was from right. Mark Twain. Okay, um, one of the security guards had, had told us you know stories, same thing type of thing that uh, he would see shadows you know moving about the mansion. Uh, he would hear things, hear the footsteps. Uh, he would hear footsteps like running back and forth. Uh, on the third floor, there's a ballroom, and it's it's like a wood floor. And it's a huge room. And this uh, ballroom was also the children's playroom. And he would hear footsteps running back and forth. And he said they weren't just like heavy footsteps. They were little footsteps. And there were multiple footsteps. And he's not the only one that has heard that in the past, you know. And he said they were, uh, he believed that they were the the Crookshank children. Any recordings of that that we have? Do we know of any that are out uh, there? Another incident that I'll talk about involves that later that night. So uh, it's the Paranormal Pursuit, and you are listening live right now. Bonzi, Larry Wilson, talking about the Rockcliffe Mansion in Hannibal, Missouri. Larry's first official uh, investigation that he went on. Um, so the investigation begins, all right? Yep. Take us through the investigation. Well, the, the guests— and When we are... get to the part about the video you sent, let me know so we can play that and talk about okay. that. Okay. Okay, I will. Um, the guests arrive about five. So, you know, we kind of do our introductions and everything, give them a little brief tour of the mansion. And then about six o'clock, uh, Gary um, uh, decided that he was going to do what he calls his Ghost 101 uh, 
clinic-like. And basically all it is is just tell people that have never been on a ghost hunt what to expect. And, and he was used to doing that from the tours he did down in Alton. He would always tell the people on the tours, you know, this is what might happen, you know, because things happen even on the tours down in Alton. But anyhow, so everybody was sitting around the dining room table. Gary was standing. Um, there was uh, Tony and, and Kimberly and, and, and Chuck. And then I was sitting across from Tony, and it's a big table. And I happened to know Tony was making these faces and kind of like moving his head back and forth like he was peeking to kind of look at something, you know. And this went on for a few minutes, and finally Tony says, and he'd heard some of the stories we had told him, and he, and he says, uh, he says, man, he goes, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but he said, I've been seeing like, he said, it looks like a shadow of somebody walking through the next room. He said, I've seen it multiple times here. And he said, I finally had to say something. And so, you know, we and, and Tony you know, is somebody that's been on one before or has no, not he, been on he's one, one of the, uh, okay. he's one of the, the, the group that, uh, Craigslist. that Paul okay. hired okay. from Craigs- okay. Craigslist. And just a few minutes after that, Chuck, uh, and Chuck was kind of a funny guy, big heavy set guy, you know, and he's, uh, he's, uh, a security guard at, uh, one of the, uh, prisons there, you know, in, in Missouri. So he's, you know, he's a no nonsense type of guy, but, mm-hmm. Uh, finally, Chuck's got this look on his face too. And he says, man, Tony goes, I don't think you're crazy, man. Cause I said, I just saw something walk through like shadowy figure walk through the, the room next to us here. What? So this is like two people that had seen some things, you know, same time, on. right? Yeah. Just within wow. just moments same area. of each other. Yeah. Wow. Same area of the house, you know, so and that's when it was still light out. It was still light <laughs> out. Um, so anyhow, I mean, we've, we've basically finished up the, uh, the ghost one-on-one explanation that, that, that Gary was given to the, to the folks. And then. Uh, it was about 10 minutes till seven and the lady still hadn't shown up yet, you know, our, our way to, to go to supper. So I just volunteered. I said, you know, I said, Gary, if the lady doesn't show up, he says, why don't everybody else, you know, go to supper. Then you guys can bring me back something. I'll just stay here because we don't want to lock up and not be able to get back in. So, I mean, I can miss supper to investigate a place like Larry that, doesn't you know. miss supper, man. You yeah, don't I, I don't, <laughs> you know, but so, so that was going to be the plan that if she doesn't show up, you know, they would go ahead and leave. And I would wait for the lady to arrive, you know. But anyhow, it's almost 7 o'clock, and we hear the side door, like, unlock or unlatch, hear it open, and you can hear what, like, a bang, and what sounds like uh, somebody dragging a stack of chairs, maybe like a stack of folding chairs across the floor. And I made a comment to Gary. I said, hey, Gary, the lady's here. Let's go to supper. And he goes, yep, let's eat. And then I said, I don't think Rick's going to be real happy with her dragging those chairs across that newly finished wood floor because he had just finished, refinished some of the floors, you know. And Gary agreed with me. So we go out to, to you know, meet the lady uh, in the foyer, I guess you would call it, and she's not there. And so we said, yell downstairs, you know, down the basement. I don't remember her name, but we just yelled down there, hey, you down there, you know, and uh, no answer. So uh, Gary and I go downstairs and down the basement. She's not there. So... We go upstairs. We start looking. Well, we we for the first floor. We start looking around. We can't find her. We go through the second floor and the third floor. She's not in the house. So we go back to the front door, the side door, to look out to see if her car's in the driveway. That maybe she went back outside, and the door's locked. And we unlock the door, look out, and there's nobody there. The car's not there. She had not arrived yet. So we, we clearly heard what sounded like chairs being dragged across the floor <laughs> and the door opening. And, and, and nobody closing. else heard that. I heard it, uh, Tony and Chuck heard it, and okay. Paul heard it. Gary okay. didn't hear it because he okay. was, like, talking to Kimberly at the time. Neither okay. one of them heard it, but but the majority of us heard exactly and what I just quarters explained. weren't going on at the time, were they? We hadn't started the investigation ah, yet. All right. No, nope. 
So there is uh, <laughs> another. That's just one of those stories, man. That you just you picture yourself being there, and when that happens, I've been with you before. When we've heard stuff like that, and and the immediate excitement, and the immediate, what was it? You know what I mean? Yeah. What could it have been, Larry? That's the question that we always ask each other the whole time. So, yeah. what could that have been? What? I mean, uh, I mean, it. it, how, it what sounded, could have made it, that noise? It sounded exactly like what I just described. Somebody came in is what it sounded like. So it was like almost a recreation of somebody coming in the front door and dragging something across the floor. Oh, man. You know? All right. So when did you guys start up the investigation? Um, everybody goes to supper, and then you know they come back. Uh, we, oh, you stayed by yourself? I did. Nothing yeah. happened while you were there by yourself? No. She, okay. the, the lady did show up, but she showed okay. up about a quarter after seven. Okay. You know? but, you, <laughs> you, know, just, you just have to leave that out. Oh, yeah, she did show up. Yeah, so she have... eventually shows up at a quarter after seven. And, and of course, we I questioned her, and no, she had not arrived wow. before. And so it was Crazy. not her. Um, yeah, the group gets back around eight thirty, and we're standing in the foyer deciding what we're going to, you know, what area we're going to do first, or talking about where we're going to start filming first. And while we're standing there, there's like chandeliers all over this mansion. Um, I, I I didn't really explain in the beginning, but I there's just like dozens of chandeliers right, throughout right, right. the place, which is expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, while we're standing there talking, it's like all of a sudden we hear like somebody tapping their fingers, like, you know, nervously, like, you know, rolling your fingers back and forth, tapping on like a solid object. But it was tapping on the metal, like something was tapping on the metal part of that chandelier and it was coming from right above us. And the chandelier wasn't swaying or anything like that, but it was, it was moving and there was really no reason for it to move. There's no forced air that was on that night. Um, But we, you know, we could clearly heard the tapping, you know, so we're just kind of like, man, and, and. You know, that was my first real, uh, what I call, um, official investigation, you know, and that kind of stuff gets your adrenaline flowing. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so as the night continues, the night moves on, I'm sure you're going through rooms, you're going through different places. Did you guys ever split up and do alone time? Because I know like Larry Larry likes to call it alone time when we go in these different areas and spots just because it's quiet and I hate doing it. You know, I I don't care where we're at. I just hate alone time (laughs) and not because I'm a wuss or scared it's just because i like having somebody else there that if i hear something i like to have that immediate confirmation that you know you heard it too does that make sense yeah and even though we have the recorders on sometimes those recorders don't pick up something that you or i have heard before and and that's happened right so that's why I like having at least two people in a room. Larry loves the alone time, you know. And there's there's, well, there's positives and negatives yeah. towards that too. Okay, yeah. so um, Rockcliffe Mansion, Hannibal, Missouri. Larry is right in the midst of doing his very first investigation, and you sent me a video that's on YouTube. We're going to put the link again in the description of the uh, podcast. Um, are you with this group right now when this is happening? In the video, you'll see uh, behind everybody, you'll see a light shining. Okay. That's my video camera. I'm standing in a, the, a doorway across the Oh, you're the filming room. the video? No. The video you see is being filmed by the, the producer, the documentary Paul, Paul Robinson. Okay. And is I'm it this a, light over here? Uh, no. Look, okay. Look to your right. Okay, and this there's way. a light there. Yeah, once okay. you hit the play on the video, you'll okay. see a light in that doorway. Okay. But uh, Paul was filming from across the room. There's two entrances to that and room. And all lights are off. All the lights are off. And the only light that you're getting on the video camera is from the infrared, right? The, Correct. The, the infrared. The, vision. the only source of light there could have been would be coming from the outside, and the light would be coming from behind everybody that you'll see in this video. Okay. So, And another thing about the mansion is... The, the first floor windows are a good probably eight feet off the ground. 
So, and there's a street light outside, but the light was coming from an angle where it would be coming through the front window there, but it was coming from behind everybody. But what, what you'll see, when Paul was filming Gary Hawkins, and I'll explain why he was filming Gary in a moment, but I decided to go through the door behind Paul, circle around, and come in the other doorway and shoot another angle for more B-roll footage of Gary. So Paul okay. would have him from two different angles. I'm going to play the clip. And you go ahead and tell me to stop whenever you want me to stop it or go back, okay? You can boss me around here. I know you love to do that. So okay. this, I give you permission to do that, okay? All right. So this is video, again, of Rockcliffe Mansion, um, Larry Wilson, Urban Paranormal Investigation. Um, it, everybody can see for themselves what we're talking about, Before okay? you start it, at one point you'll hear Paul say, oh, look, Gary, I got a cool orb. Okay. Now, it's down low by close oh, yeah, to I saw that. Gary's yeah, feet. Yeah. Now, I think myself, I think that's a moth. Yeah, I think that's dust or something. It's, I don't know yeah, what that is. I think is. it's a moth because okay. it goes back and forth. It changes okay. directions. But at the time, of course, Paul's looking through a video camera. Right, right, right. But anyhow, as soon as he said that, you'll want to... And there's there's a recreation at, or, or a replay at the end of this yep, where yep, he puts yep, an yep, arrow yep, so you can yep. see it. But look behind the, the Gary, the person... The uh, main in, person in the... Yeah. That's in, or in frame. And look behind him to his right, and you'll see a short shadow kind of walk out of the room. Right. Here we go. Oh, wow. I just got a nice orb right in front of you, Gary. There it goes. Yeah. And now, as you continue with the video, you'll see... Now, when Paul's shooting this... First of all, why does he have his hand up like this? He's feeling a cold spot. He's feeling a cold yeah. spot. Yeah. Now, and, I, and you see people moving over here on the left side of the video camera. You'll see... That's that's just it. You can see a few shadows, but they're in front of Gary to his... Well, it's to the left of the video, but in front right. of Gary. Right. Those people are kind of... They were behind Paul, and after the the, the small the short shadow goes behind Gary, uh, and Paul says, "Oh, I just got a a, a nice orb here, Gary." Uh, you'll see a few shadows over there. Well, the people then start moving a little bit in front of Paul. Well, then next, uh, as you let the video continue, you'll see the folks walk in front of Paul's camera. Mm-hmm. Before, there's nothing in front of Paul's camera to create a shadow, and if they did walk in front of Paul's camera. You would have seen that. Yeah, and where's the light coming from to form those shadows is what I was thinking. And, yeah, there and is I, no light. And I, and I think I think I saw two shadows. You, and you Not may. just one. You I mean, could. that was pretty crazy. So there, let's there play that be. again. There's the orb. Oh, wow. I just got a nice yeah. orb right in front of you, Gary. Yeah, see, I see two now shadows. Now you can see there. their shoulders there. Yep. And you can see the shadows on this gentleman here. Yeah. Yeah. And now you see their shadows. Their shadows are all over here on the left side of the room. Yep. That's well, pretty crazy. You know I don't know what to say That's about Tony. That. I mean, I, I can't explain it. That was, that was weird. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that, that wasn't just, like you say, that wasn't just a shadow. That was a silhouette of the first. Yes. That was a silhouette. That was more of a shadow. And it came from in back of him. That's what I didn't get. Yeah. I mean, it literally walked away from him. So that's crazy because is, is that the couple that that showed yeah. up to do the investigation? Tony and, and Kimberly. And so you, so everyone saw those. those no, no shadows. one saw the shadow. How that? How we noticed the shadow was Paul wanted to show everybody the orb that he filmed. Oh wow! So we all gather around and we're looking at this orb, and then all of a sudden Gary goes, <laughs> "Yeah." But what about that? Now, there's another promo clip out there on YouTube that you can find that uh, Paul or I, I think I filmed uh, 
everybody talking about the orb. And then Gary says, yeah, but what about that? And then that's when Chuck, the like I said, the the, the, the heavyset uh, security guard, he, he goes wild thinking, oh, wow, you know, because he's really, you know, right. shook up about that. He couldn't explain it. Right. And later on, I remember the, the thing I clearly remember Chuck saying was, uh, man, I'm from Missouri and you got to show me. And tonight I've been shown. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy because you can obviously see the shadow in there. And people, you know, they're going to watch the video. They're going to say, well, that could have been a shadow of so-and-so bouncing off of here, bouncing off of there. Again, we're not here to convince you. You know, we're not here to, you know, say the, that that's what it is. The thing is, there was no other source of light. Right. And the explanation is... Sometimes there is no explanation, right. and when you watch it over and over and over again, there's going to be people out there that are video experts and video, you know, well, that what about, because I was watching it pretty close, and you know how I get when yeah. I watch these videos. Yeah. And the one thing that I can't explain again is the shadows from the people are on the left side of the room. They're not on the right side of the room. And if you're saying there was only three people back there in that area, because you were off to the other so, side. You're not even in the so picture. So you've got Paul with the camera. Right. Me, me behind, you, like where Gary is, you can see to the right there's a light. That's okay. me. That, okay. and, and that's an infrared light, too. My camera's infrared, okay. too. So you're seeing a beam from an infrared light <laughs> over there. So it's not putting out any right, light. Right, 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 right. Um, but anyhow, um, the thing with uh, you know Gary and Paul and everybody is when we discuss this, the shadow almost walks away from Gary. Yeah, it like moves away. Now, yeah. Gary's about 5'7", and the shadow looks shorter than Gary. It does. We tried to recreate that that night multiple times with lighting, with flashlights, with all kinds of things. And we, when we were able to create a, a shadow or shadowing effect, it was about twice the height of Gary. It was <laughs> about a seven to eight foot shadow because of you know how shadows are. Oh, man. But, so we couldn't recreate it. <laughs> uh, and then the thing about John Cruikshank... Uh, some people that we've talked to say, well, maybe that was old man Crookshank. Crookshank was 5'4", so he was a very short man. Okay. And uh, in matter of fact, in Crookshank's bedroom, and we saw this too, and this could be just from years and years of people or him laying on the bed or whatever, but in his bedroom, you can perfectly make the mattress with the bed sheet and come back you know, uh, later on. And there'll be an indentation in the sheet uh, wow. about about wow. that size. You know? So the Rockcliffe Mansion's the real deal. I mean, any, anything else happened that night? Did you pick any up anything on audio? Did you guys get well, any clips or anything like that? During this video, uh, from my camera, I picked up uh, an EVP. Okay. And some some think it says "Mama." I'm not so sure if that's what it says or not. But there's a voice, and it sounds younger, like a a, a young boy or young girl okay. to me. Um, you didn't send that to me. It's it's in the video. You can hear it. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah. You All can. Right. Uh, but there is another clip out there, and I'll send that to you. And we can also okay. re- we can post that maybe okay. later too. Any other stories? Any other uh, incidents happened yeah. at Rockcliffe? That there are was worth there, it? there were several. Um, later that night, we're uh, running out of time. I okay. just looked at. We're already at thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, later that night, uh, we're 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 on the second floor, and uh, Chuck and I are, are kind of doing our own thing, a little investigation. And all of a sudden, um, just like I described earlier, that the uh, that the, uh, the the security guard had, or the um, the security guard for the mansion that is had heard, uh, all of a sudden we hear these little footsteps. They're running, I mean, running back and forth, and it sounds like the full length of the floor above us. And when we went upstairs, of course, right above us was that what was the children's playroom. Uh-huh. But they were just this little pitter patter back and forth, and and just like the security guard had told us that. They weren't heavy footsteps, they're little bitty footsteps. And they were just back and forth, back and forth. Wow. And when we went up there, everything stopped. Wow. Later on that night, we sat up there, just all sat around the room, and several times uh, you could hear murmuring. And it sounded like a small child murmuring. 
And what was kind of cool about it, and this is in the actual documentary, you can hear me say, uh, did you hear that? And Paul say, say, yeah, it sounds like a child murmuring, which is exactly what I had heard. And see, know? that's why I like having two people in the room, you know, because especially when, when, I mean, one of the best pieces of audio that we've ever gotten uh, at the elementary school in Farrar. I mean, I don't think if that happened with just one of us in the room, I don't know if, if that would be, a, if that would have been as, I don't know what the word is, believable or... Well, like I explained to you, you know, when I first started this, that was my goal was to get evidence to show people. Now my purpose, as I've explained, is I want to see more of this yeah. stuff and I don't care if, if, if I record it, whether not, they believe right, me or not, right. you know? And that's a good point. It really is. But I mean, I, 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 don't, think I, I don't think I'll ever be like that. I always want everyone to believe everything I say because, you know, it's ridiculous, yeah. the stuff that we've seen but, and heard. Well, you know, not so much seen. You know, my mom asked me, she goes, have you ever seen anything? I said, no, I've never seen anything yet. You know, and Larry and I, we, that's, we, we want to see something. We felt a lot, yes. And, and you've heard. heard a lot, but I've never seen anything yet. Now, again, uh, we've run out of time on on, on, t- on today's episode, the Rockcliffe Mansion. I'm sorry, Larry, if we didn't get to some of the stuff you well, wanted to Well, the only thing about. I wanted to get to, if we have just less than a minute, um, was that late that night, we were getting ready to leave. And this two-hour drive from, from Hannibal to Taylorville, where I live. And I had to use the bathroom. So we're down off by the kitchen. And I go into the bathroom right off the kitchen, and I didn't realize it was Old Man Crookshank's personal bathroom. When I went in there, I couldn't find the light switch because they still have all the old light switches set up just like they were Mm -hmm. back in the day. So I went back in the kitchen, got my flashlight, and I walked into the bathroom, turned my flashlight on, and as soon as I turned the flashlight on, it exploded. The, the, (laughs) The lens of the flashlight exploded. There was a flash, a pop. It cracked the inside of the lens of the flashlight. Yeah, you showed me that earlier. That's uh, yeah. that's serious pressure. Yeah, and I've how many times have you ever had a flashlight explode? We haven't. No, we yeah. haven't. Never. I mean, we've never. been on a lot of these. We've never had them. And they shouldn't like because that. you're talking about a battery source. Right, right, There's right. Nothing right. to cause them to explode, but it did. And then I later found out that Crookshank, <laughs> the old man, would never let anyone use his personal bathroom. Just him. Oh, stay out of his bathroom, man. I think that's what he was trying Don't to say. Don't ever use it again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Rockcliffe Mansion was definitely worth the trip. Definitely. And you said after you were done with that, you were like, okay. I'm, I was all I was all into it then. You know, <laughs> yeah, was, I mean, you are there sold. There was no way I was not going to uh, <laughs> continue, continue this down endeavor. this road. Um, we, again, are going to be playing lots of audio throughout these podcasts, the Paranormal Pursuit podcast uh, that will be available every week. Next week, Larry is going to uh, talk about Wolf Creek Cemetery and Anderson Cemetery. These were uh, two places that you went to uh, by yourself again and said you've got some audio and you've got some clips and EVPs from that and an experience there that is really powerful that you'd like yeah, to share and talk yeah. about. Before we go, uh, again, for all the people that were saying, hey, I want to hear audio, I want to hear audio, I want to hear some clips, we will we will have maybe a, what we call a clip of the week or, or something. Yeah. How about that? Okay? We've got one next week for Anderson. Well, I've got one that I already found that I think is one of my favorites, and I know it's one of your favorites too. So um, we'll make this the Paranormal Pursuit Bonzi Audio clip of the week. All right. The Sounds audio good. EVP of the week. And I'm going to see if Larry can... I'm going to play... That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to test you on our see clips. See if I remember. I'm going to see if you remember. I'm not even going to let you see it. All I'm right. going to see if you remember what this clip is, where we were at, what investigation we were doing. Just tell us about the clip, all right, after all right. I play it for you. You ready? Sounds good. Oh, you are listening. That's not it. That's the audio from our opening. Bonzi, you're fired. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the clip. I just felt something like go on my like grab my like, No kidding. Yeah. Like the electrics. 
you like Sarah? <laughs> Do you remember that clip? Absolutely. That's Granite City. That's yeah. Granite City. Well, what happened in that clip? Sarah and I were around a swimming pool area. Sarah, and, our, my old co-host, yeah, Sarah the, Hunter. the co-host. And uh, the, uh, the, the guy that gave us the, the tour that night of the building before we started told us that a little girl had drowned, some boys drowned her in the pool playing yep, with her. They yep, held her head under yep. the water. So anyhow, we're down Not there. Not on the intention of drowning her. They were, they no, were, no, they were playing, playing around. They yeah, held yeah, her head under the right. water and they held, unfortunately, held too her long, head under right. too long. So Sarah and I are around the, the swimming pool, and I'd been asking— Huge indoor pool. It's big, empty, empty, yeah. of course. And I'd been asking a lot of questions. I had a, a tape recorder, and so did Sarah. And I had actually laid my tape recorder down next to the pool. Uh-huh. And at just one point, I thought, maybe Sarah, maybe you— I said, Sarah, why don't you ask some questions? I said, if it was a little girl, maybe she'd rather hear you ask questions. So Sarah says, uh, I believe it was, hey, little girl, did you like to play with Barbies? Now, the audio that you heard, we didn't hear. Nope. And then immediately Sarah says, like, oh, I, I just felt something like it went up my leg. And we didn't know we had recorded anything until we started going through our yeah. recordings. But then that's when we got this. That was one of the first clips that blew my mind that you had something physically interact with yeah. somebody and you pick up the audio that you did not hear while we were there. And what was cool about it was I re- picked it up on my audio or yeah. my recorder and so did Sarah. And we laid it over each other. You, yeah, you uh, actually got the bright idea. Let's lay them over the top of each other. And we did. I thought it said, uh, in, in my recording, it sounded like it said um, mouse. Right, right, and right. And Sarah's sounded like no. But when you lay them over the top of each other and play them simultaneously, they, it clearly says no. Yeah, it's so, crazy. So basically, it was, it was like the little kid was answering <laughs> Sarah's question, did you like to play with Barbies? And the answer was no. Here's the clip one more time. I just felt something like go on my leg, grab my leg. No kidding? Yeah. And immediately she gets I, I the know, reaction. I know, and I love yours. Like, no kidding? You always say that because <laughs> you're always upset. It sounds like you're upset that it didn't happen to you. You know well, what I mean? <laughs> that's just it. When you go on these things, you want to see or experience it. You know, you don't want to just be the bystander, you know? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, guys, uh, that is your Bonzi EVP clip of the week. And uh, next week, Wolf Creek Cemetery, Anderson Cemetery. We'll we'll talk about that and have some more EVPs for you. Um, Bonzi signing off. Until then, Larry Wilson, say uh, your say your goodbyes. Yeah, just you know, thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next week as we once again pull the string and unravel more of the mysteries of the paranormal. But until then, happy hauntings. <laughs>